Hello, my friends. Uh, Skip here again for another episode of Finding Meaning. I do hope all things are well with you in your life and on your spiritual journey. I want to talk today uh, about how much the search for meaning actually drives us. Because I, I really believe in, in many ways, maybe in all ways, it is the primary motivating factor in the human experience. That, yes, we want to find love, uh, romantic love. We want to uh, perpetuate our species. We want to... Uh, make the world a better place. Uh, there's all sorts of ways in which we look at this, but if if you boil that down to its sort of core elements, I believe what we're really talking about is all of these things is really about finding meaning. Uh, the primary reason this podcast exists. Uh, look, I... I believe we are born with two primary issues. The first one is we are born with a blank slate. Babies come into this world and uh, they're, you know, they need attention. They, they have no ideology. Uh, you know, they, they're not right or left or middle or they're babies. So they're born with a blank slate. But I also believe we are born with a question because we find ourselves in a strange and foreign place. We immediately begin to ask, at least in our own way, what does it mean to be here? Of course, when we're infants, we look at our parents and and we assume what it means is that we are here because these people are to take care of us and love us. And as we grow older, we begin to unpack that quest and that question for meaning even more deeply. So I think we come in to this existence in two primary ways. One, we come in with a blank slate. And the second we come in with is uh, the question of meaning. Now, what happens is almost immediately that blank slate begins to be filled with ego begins to be filled with information from external to us. And as you have heard me say, I'm convinced that that programming happens out of just really bad software, if you will, if I can use that sort of analogy, that the collective false self, the misinformation about what it means to be human is passed down and down and down onto the blank slates of the humans that we are. And that skews our quest for meaning. Because we are programmed with with misinformation, because the blank slate that we are when we come into this world soon begins to fill up, uh, you know, 
it, it skews how we try to find it. It messes with it. It it messes up our quest for meaning. It is not unusual for. I, I remember my my kids when they were younger coming home from, uh, you know, kindergarten, first, second grade, saying that people were talking about politics and or religion. And by people, I mean their friends. You know, six, seven, eight-year-old kids espousing things because they were programmed. Sometimes quite scary things. Because their parents were malformed, misinformed. Their programming was bad. And all they know how to do to offer their child meaning is to give them that bad programming that misinformation. That's really what racism is, folks, is a, is, a, is a virus in the programming of what it means to be human. And we just keep passing it on because it's what people know. What lies at the core of what we're really trying to get to is real substantial authenticity and meaning in our life. It's really what we want. If we can get to the point where we can really name that, if we can get our children, if we can bring our society to the point where it can say, I want meaning, but I want real meaning, not what others have told me. That can be an opportunity. Now, unfortunately, what often happens then is that uh, other false programming enters. And people fall victim to cults or radical, uh, religious, radical, political movements. Because it, has, uh, it offers answers. And that's really what people want. They want answers to the meaning of life. And even if we're lucky enough to say, well, you know, I, uh, I think the meaning of life is to love other people. Then we have to unpack that even. So I really believe the driving force behind what it means to be human, the driving force behind everything wrong and or right with being human, moments of peace and moments of war, uh, is that drive to, to define, find and define meaning. Uh, there are pictures, let me give you a, a, just an example, if you will. There are pictures of people in the late 1930s who, when fascism began to take root in Europe, who are looking at fascist leaders like Mussolini or Hitler, and they're wild-eyed, and their arms are outstretched. Or pictures of... Uh, people that were under the influence of Jim Jones or David Koresh, their their eyes are vacant of themselves, vacant of question, vacant of the search, and their arms are stretched out. And there are people like Hitler or Jim Jones or David Koresh or Mussolini, and there are still people today that will offer them an answer. Now, the problem is this, that that answer that's being offered, frankly, is not right. Because rarely, 
Never, really. Does the answer that a, a cult leader or a fanatical political leader gives, does it ever include love and hope and empathy and peace and grace and kindness? Because those things offer real freedom to people. And if someone is offering you meaning, saying that this is what it means, they're really trying to rob you of your freedom. When someone says the meaning is for you to find and it probably will be based in kindness as a guidepost, if you want to know how to find meaning, look for kindness, look for love, look for empathy. Those folks are the ones we want to listen to. But ultimately, it's up to us to find meaning. The best I can do by my children, the best I can do by you as the person making this podcast the best I tried to do as a clergy person, the best I've tried to do as a husband, as a father, as a neighbor, as a citizen, is just keep the question alive that there's a, there is a deeper meaning. And that deeper meaning is about love. It's about hope. It's about the better angels of the human nature, as Lincoln will remind us. It's not about getting us. It's not, life is not a team sport. It's not about left, right. It's not about Democrats, Republicans, independents, libertarians. It's not about uh, Christians versus non-Christians or Muslims versus non-Muslims. Or, that's all human programming, folks. It is about getting to the point where you can love yourself and others. It's about getting to the point where you can trust that there is a deeper meaning, but letting go of the necessity to define that. It's not about what theology you practice or what degree you might have or, or what your constituency is or what clubs you belong to. It's, it's about being the best, most loving, authentic you you can be. It is literally that simple, yet it is literally the furthest thing that human beings can comprehend quite often. You know the old song, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Well, the world has always needed that. The real challenge is when we come into this world, we don't learn that. We learned that we belong to a certain team, and sometimes that team is divided up religiously, economically. It's divided up uh, by politics. It's divided up by economics. And we march blindly into that false self. I'm pleading with you. I'm, I'm begging you, brothers and sisters, to understand that there's a meaning beyond that. Now, I'm not telling you to ignore your religion or your politics. If those things, and I will say this again and again, if those things are loving and open and inclusive, they are worth practicing. But I will also tell you this, that those things are also rare. So I want to leave you with that, folks. I I really believe that the motivating factor for human beings is the quest for meaning. I I believe that wars start 
because people believe they found meaning and try to defend it. I believe poverty exists because people believe they have found an economic meaning. They have bought into socioeconomic ideas of success. I believe divisions in religion uh, come from people trying to find meaning and letting that meaning be dictated by a brokenness that exists, the matrix of brokenness that exists derived from the prior generations not really finding meaning. It's time for us to ask the questions. You have to find what meaning means to you, but I promise you the, the one thing that if you find real meaning in your life, the, the things that will include in that meaning will be hope and love and empathy, generosity and kindness and compassion. It will not include arguing about politics. It will not include judging other people's religions. It will not include homophobia or sexism or racism. It will not include those things. Those things are derived from the false self, the the matrix of brokenness that is the collective false self. My friends, I will give as many of these podcasts as I can in hopes that one of you and my audience isn't that big that's not what's important but it was my hope as a clergy person it's my hope now it has, will always be my hope that I keep asking you the question of do you have real meaning are you seeking real meaning I thank you for your time and I hope and wish and pray and send you the very best of energy and empathy and hope. Take care, my friends. We will talk to you later.